Welcome, bienvenidos. You are watching El Gringo Más Mexicano right here on Wheel of Nogales through Santa Cruz County Public Media. Um, and I want to welcome my guests real quick. I have four guests today, which is pretty awesome. We've got Terry Sprigg, which is, who is the director of Promoting Healthy Students through, um, well, all of you are through Alfredo Velasquez, Santa Cruz County Superintendent of Schools Office. Um, so you are the director for grant programs and gear up. No, sorry, wrong. I mixed it up. I mixed it up too. Promoting healthy students. Promoting healthy students. Yeah. Yes. Um, we've got Rachel Sedgwick, who is the ESSER grant coordinator, correct? All right. Georgina Barra, who is the director of Los Padres, which is the parents program, right, through that, through Alfredo's office. Okay. And then we've got Maya Donnelly, who is in charge of the director of grant programs and gear up. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for, for coming out here. Uh, I'm really excited about, to talk about this stuff because, you know, I mean, I've got my own program coming up and I'm very excited about it. But bef <laughs> it's going to be a cool program too. It's going to be so cool. Um, but it won't be the only cool program. I mean, I, I admit that. Before we get into, into things, I want to, well, let's congratulate, you know, it's graduation season. So congratulations to all the, of the graduates of Santa Cruz County, Rico High School. I, mean, I could list all that. Yeah. Rico High School is the best, though. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just trying to get you guys in trouble. <laughs> Nogales High School, Patagonia Union High School, Lourdes, um, and uh, that's Pearson. Pearson, that's correct. Congratulations to all of you. Um, look forward to seeing what you guys have to have to bring to the world. I have to I have to admit something though. I I do not like attending graduations. I'm very happy for all the kids. Absolutely. It is an incredible event. But they're so long. <laughs> you actually said that. <laughs> nobody ever admits that. I know, I know nobody ever wants to admit it, right? But I, I, I'm not afraid to it. I'll I'll say it. Uh, <laughs> it is exciting. It is, you know, and, and it's always great when you you know somebody you have a loved one or somebody there. Especially, my last name is W, you know, so if there's any. <laughs> well, this is a really helpful heads up, though, to anyone who's going to speak at an upcoming graduation, that if you keep your speech to five minutes or less, we will love you. Absolutely. We love you. That is, that is great advice. Absolutely. Um, so, and try not to talk about yourself the whole time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, don't, yeah just, you know. Give some nice words of wisdom, some, you know, maybe a fun anecdote, and then yeah. cut it off. There you go. The traffic, I think, is a big part of it, too. Traffic yes. and crowds. Traffic, yep. crowd, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Traffic and crowds are difficult, for sure, to deal with. Especially, I mean, the traffic is the worst for me. I mean, the crowds, I so, yeah. you know, I, I can deal with crowds depending on the day. But the traffic is... That's why you, you, you park far away and you leave early. <laughs> All right, so first, um, again, before we jump into the, into the interview, we're going to do our quick news segment. Um, starting with, there is a new mural that was just put up, I think, actually today, I think it should be being done, and it's, um, it's uh, right behind Cinderella, right on the back, and it's, um, it's Tony Plack. And oh my gosh, I can't remember. I can't remember Mrs. Corey's first name. Sandra, <laughs> Sandra Corey. Yeah, Sandra Corey. And it is a beautiful mural. If you guys have a chance to go oh, drive wow. by it, mm -hmm. so I recommend anybody out there. It's right on the painted on the back of La Cinderella. Wow. Beautiful mural. I got oh, to. I see it. Yes. Birds, hummingbirds. Pink and every color. Uh, it's beautiful. It is. Uh, I, I, I think it's, it's relative, right? It is. From the quarries. I believe, yes. Yeah. I believe. But she is dressed like the other Yeah, she doesn't have the unibrow. She, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is she the founder of Cinderella? She, um, maybe she is. Maybe. Maybe she is. Just yeah. <laughs> Kevin. Yeah, we'll have to ask Evan to know for sure. I, I should have done better research before I did that new segment. We appreciate the sentiment. Yeah. So also going on downtown, um, Wells Fargo is closing its downtown branch on Grand Avenue in Crawford. 
which will officially leave downtown Nogales without any physical bank. Mm -hmm. Which or, or ATM? I don't. So I don't know. Actually, yeah. I, I was okay. thinking that, wondering that same thing. Yeah. Um, I, I, I imagine they're probably going to leave an ATM. I, w I would imagine, maybe, or who knows. Uh -huh. I, I mean, would hope so. But the official date for closure is August sixteenth, so it's coming up pretty oh. soon too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, I had one more news segment, but I'm actually going to skip that one because I want to keep it positive. And not that the, not that the uh, Wells Fargo one was positive. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to skip that. And I, besides the fact that I really do want to just get into the interview with you guys, this is, I'm really, really excited to talk to you about this. It's such a cool program. I'm so excited to be part of it. Um, and I'm excited to hear about all the other camps and and I know, I mean, at least one of you has a camp, has a camp going on that's going to be, that's going to be great. Mm -hmm. um, we all, you all have camps? You, I did it, you guys, see, you guys didn't tell me this. You know, you guys, I, I'm not going to blame my research, I'm going to blame you guys this time. <laughs> all right, so let's start out with, with um, well, let's start out with um, the superintendent of schools office and their, their role in this and how, how these summer camps come to be. Mm -hmm. Sure, so um, I started in Mr. Velasquez's office in 2016, and at that time we had two summer camps. And it was a Metro Matematicas camp, and then we used to have a wonderful partnership with the U of A College of Pharmacy, and they used to come down and offer a pharmacy camp. We called it the farm camp. Really? And we had that one for three years. Um, that sounds better than drug camp. Yes, definitely. <laughs> and kids, yeah, it was farm with a P, PH. Kids learned uh -huh. all about, oh, it was amazing. The kids loved it, we'd have repeat participants summer after summer but it was two camps you know and and 50 kids maybe <laughs> and from there it's kind of just grown every summer you know a few camps a few camps a few camps we thought we had a lot of camps last summer at 15 camps uh -huh. and this summer I think we have well, 35 camps <laughs> and you guys are spread out 35 all camps. these camps are spread out all across the county huh? all across yeah. the county and the reason that we were able to grow so much is because we do have more grant programs I mean we have Gear Up, Los Padres, um, Promoting Healthy Students, our arts initiative. But then wow. we added um, ESSER, ESSER okay. the ESSER funding that we were awarded. Um, and uh, we're, we were just able to expand all of our programs. There's lots of money for summer enrichment and for STEM programs. And so we were able to partner with many community organizations and come together to, to make that many offerings for our youth from kindergarten all the way to, to 12th graders. Um, they're free. They are uh, designed to be fun, to be engaging, and we're just so excited to get more people enrolled. Um, we've got lots of enrollment already, but we need more. Okay, well, I wanna hear about ESSER grants and what, what that entails and how that's contributed to this, mm -hmm. to the overall summer camp program. Sure. Yeah, so it's, it's actually very complicated because okay. the ESSER grant so all of these grant programs were previously existing, if you will. Of course, yeah. You know, first things first, the Gear Up program has existed a long time. We've had Los Padres and the Promoting Healthy Student, Students Initiative yeah, for, for a long time. A years, at least. Mm -hmm. And then um, Mr. Velasquez's office brought in the ESSER grant, which is about $5.8 million, and decided to use that money to expand each of the previously existing programs and then create some additional wow. STEM programming. And it actually, we even do pre-K, so we go from zero to 18. And do we follow students into their 19th year? Gear Up does. Gear Up. Follows a cohort, the cohort of class of 2024, into their first year of post-secondary. Wow, yeah. yep. that's incredible. I tease them all the time. I'm following you to college. <laughs> That's so yeah. cool. But it's just to make sure they have the supports and, you know, um, we want them to, to stay enrolled and make it through the first year. That's the hardest one. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So each of those programs was sort of previously existing, right? Uh -huh. And I came in. It's, I feel like I'm an insurance agent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they, they existed, and then I came in, and so we were just trying to grow each of the programs. And it's a little complicated because... I'm the a person. I'm, I'm a point person for some of those programs. <laughs> These ladies are point program point people for of the course, other programs. Yeah. So we work really closely together 
um, you know, so in case anybody in the community has any questions, you can really ask anyone in the office what's going on, and they will be able to get you the right information or point you to the right person. Now, that level of organization and communication is impressive all on its own. That's awesome. That's yeah. very, very cool. Yeah, it takes a lot of planning. Yeah, um, I bet. Yeah, for sure. So I want to I want to start you know going down the line and talking about to talk about I mean like you said all of these programs were pre-existing, so I'd like to learn I'd, I want to learn about how they've grown and and how they've and and your your individual roles and in how this program has developed. Okay, Joe. So I can start. Um, our our camp is called Yep, and it's a very positive program. Um, <clears throat> has a little thumbs up for the logo. And so we started YEP last year, and we did a pilot on it, and we had 40 kids. And last year, I think more so, the kids really needed some help with uh, their social, emotional uh, growth, um, getting ready to go back to school. Yeah, sure. I think things were really iffy back then. And like you mentioned, some kids are still feeling that way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so <clears throat> what we did is we, we brought in agencies which all volunteer for free. We have CHEC, Mariposa, Circles of Peace, um, Intermountain, just, I, I don't wanna leave anybody out, but it's a huge group of, of, um, of counseling and medical agencies that are out there that come in and they do a session each. Wow. And so, you know, we've got um, building, building better relationships, we've got communication skills, we've got uh, coping strategies and mindfulness, and we have uh, uh, one, one girl that does uh, yoga and breathing, and just all positive activities. That's incredible. Um, and so, yeah, and they don't charge. That's the yeah. best part. <laughs> we get them the materials because Ezra has a, a, course, a yeah. good amount of money. And every, every one of the sessions has an art activity because we really want to use the art to be therapeutic for them. And the more we do the camp, the more we realize how therapeutic art can be. Yeah, um, not sure. just like, you know, it's not a perfect work of art per se, like we feel a perfect work, work of art would be, but the kids, the, the, their reaction, their calmness when they start working, anything hands-on is really good for kids. And so all the sessions have that. Um, and then on top of it, we have like a big gallery display at the end. So we display our, all the artwork, um, and it's just a fun, fun camp. We have, it, it runs for, um, it runs in the morning it, from 9 like to 10.30 for the younger kids, the and we know that so older kids get up later. So 10.30 to um, 12 for, the, for fun, middle to high schoolers. Um, it, it and it'll be from July 5th through the 14th at the Santa Cruz Center. So we just want to invite kids, especially parents, give us a call because if you feel your child needs that extra boost just to get into the new school year, ours is in July. So we're really two weeks from the start of school. Yeah, right before school starts. And we're just getting them ready, building up their self-esteem and you know, getting them comfortable and confident to go back to school. That's so cool. I mean, so I, I you have no idea how, how cool I think this program is. It is. So <laughs> mental health advocacy is, is, uh -huh. is a big thing to me. It's very important, especially when it comes to young kids. Mm -hmm. um, because it's not something that we think about as much with the younger kids as we start thinking about when they turn in, when they start getting into teenagers. But building that emotional strength, that emotional depth even, that empathy and you know yes. it's so important in the developmental years yeah. leading up to high school and I think it's so cool that you and then just uh, teaching them to identify their emotions and to regulate them because I think emotions are that once you identify them you sort of disarm them and because you own it yeah. you know it's you you have a command over it and so I imagine if we teach kids early enough I mean, they're gonna they're gonna be able to do so many things without absolutely. without emotions getting in the way. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, and then so 
so the, the program grew. Uh, we used to have it for a week. Now we have it for eight days, nine days, and then the exhibition. But the other thing that we did is we added a PEP component. Okay. And the PEP is Parent Empowerment Program. And okay, so okay. We, we're requiring our parents to stay just two times, two days. I think that's but, genius. Yeah, and yeah. every and and what we're doing is, we're we're teaching the parents how to support what we're doing, in the regular youth program, because if if as teachers we reinforce something but it's not being reinforced at home, or the parent isn't even aware why we're doing it, then it loses its power. Absolutely. So that's the only thing we ask. It's free, but we just want the parents to. Stay day for two sessions for two sessions and it's uh, what yes. an hour and a half uh-huh yeah so it's not even it's not that much it's of not that bad that's and so they'll cool. love it and i know the parents will like it too that's so cool yeah so ours is yep and pip and if you need information you can call us at at 520-375-7952 okay. and it's a separate flyer okay all okay? right so it's not on the main flyer it's not a, we're not on the main flyer okay we're cool. we're the we're the stepbrother on the side. <laughs> just joking. We're just unique because we're looking, we're looking for a certain type of student. Okay. All right. We're, we're unique because we're looking for, and parents can definitely nominate their kids. Okay. Parents know when their kids need that extra boost to go back to school. And even, even if it's just that, getting them back into the routine of getting up early, and yeah, of course. even that helps, right? Sure. So right now we have 32 students signed up. We want twice as much as that, so there's still room. All right, Okay. very cool. All right, Rachel, let's hear about your program. And do you want to hear about my pro programming, or do you want to hear about the, the programs that have existed for a long time first? Well, actually, yeah, you know, let's talk about the ones that have existed sure. for a good while first. Okay. So. Our program um, is called Los Padres, Son los Primeros Maestros, but in short, we call it Los Padres, because uh -huh. it's a long name. And, um, and we started back in 2018. Okay, so you guys have been doing and this for a few years. Yes, right? uh, Mr. Velasquez, uh, has um, always loved working with the small children too. So he, he wanted something for the smaller population, you know, the zero to, to kinder. And so um, that's how he started, you know, working on that area. And he finally got a grant from First Things First. And uh, he, that's how we came about. Um, uh, right now we have 64 families and we have five, five educators. Um, we are looking for another educator, a full-time. And, um, and what we do is um, the home visitors go into the family's homes and they provide information for the parents and how to interact with their children, how to learn about brain development, about the four areas of growth, which are the, you know, the motor skills, the cognitive, the language, and um, in the um, social emotional part. They learn about all those parts, parts of development. We, um, through activities, through curriculum, we have a parents as teachers curriculum. We're affiliates to Parents as Teachers International and they train us, they prepare us, and we provide all the information to the families. We also connect them to the resources in the community. We uh, help them, you know, go back to school, um, find resources that they need, uh, where they pay, you know, when they need help with their bills, when they need housing, when they have a child with autism, we connect them to the necessary resources. And, um, and so this is our first year as a summer camp. Okay. So we're doing our pilot and uh, we're not yet open to the public. We're doing our families only because we're trying it out this year to see how it works. And uh, for sure, next summer, we will, we will open it to the public. Okay, so how does the summer camp differ from, from the way the program generally operates year round? Or is it, is it an extension of that? 
It's an extension. Okay. We, we are making some time out of our day to do the camp. Um, it will be from, ours is starting in June 5th through June 9th. It's only one week. And uh, from 10 to 12, it's for two hours. And we will have activities for the young kids from three to five. We will be receiving three to five-year-olds. And they, um, we're always, every day we'll have an activity to prepare them for kinder like cutting and, you know, um, tracing their name and um, doing sight words and, um, you know, sounding out um, letters and reading and uh, pasting, gluing, cutting, all that to, to prepare their, you know, their fine motor skills and, and their cognitive skills. But, um, and just have fun too. We plan on dancing and singing and story time and, so this is kind of like our pilot. We're trying okay. it out. Uh, this is our first year that I, you know, we decided let's go for it. Let's do it. And Mr. Velasquez invited me, and I was like, yes, I want to try it. Yeah, that's very exciting. And so it's little ones, so it's a little more different than the rest of the camps because we, you know, some sometimes we have potty training kids and we have kids in diapers, and so it's a whole new thing. But um, we're just making it fun. And the most important is that they're doing at least one week of the summer where we, um, where we prepare them um, to get ready for kinder, especially our five-year-olds, four-year-olds. We're getting them ready for kinder. Wow, that's so cool. And one, one of the things about your program that I think is so vital is the parent engagement. Um, I, you know, I was fortunate enough to have to grow up with parents that were very engaged in, in my education and, and development growing up most of the time. <laughs> but we're parents, you know. Um, but to build that engagement from when they're at such a young age is, is such an incredible asset to the children. It is. It yeah. is. Because the first five years are, are the most important years of a child's life. It's when 90% of their brain you know, their connections are done the first five years before they go into kinder. So a lot of children that don't have that go into kinder unprepared, uh, uh, more, um, how can I say, not as mature enough to be ready for kinder. And so when we, our program kind of prepares them what it is to be doing activities, sitting down, staying focused, developing skills, uh, having, we work with parents with routines and, and, you know, calendars and potty training and supporting them with goals. They, they also set them, themselves goals for, Very cool. uh-huh, for the child and for the family or for the parent. And our main purpose is to stimulate and support parent-child interaction. That's, that's what we do. That's yeah. our main purpose. <clears throat> that's incredible. That is so cool. That is, you know, both of you guys are my favorite camps right now. Even, even, even. Pretty soon it's going to be all. Yeah. <laughs> so far, so Which far. One, Which one? <laughs> We're going to put him in the spot. You're going to turn it on me. Yeah. All right. All right. So I pass you down to, any questions? Anything um, you want to know? So it, this one's not open to the public yet, right? This is your families no. that are registered. In we the... have 64 families right now, and I, I thought it was important for our families to, so that we could try it out. We could try it out with our families first, and uh, and if if it goes well, and we, you know, I know we're gonna love it. Of course. Um, for sure, next summer we will do it. We'll open it to the public, but. Um, also, we just got awarded for three more years from First Things First, okay. so that's why we were like, you know, should we open it to the public or not? So, but now that we are, we have been, you know, as accepted for three more years, we're very excited about it and about hiring more personnel and, sure. and just expanding and growing more families. Can families uh, contact you if they want to sign up to the program not yeah, through the through summer, like the, the regular yes, program. Yes, yes. How, how, how does a family um, yes, if you have get involved? Maybe, um, or you're pregnant, you're expecting, uh, you have a child up to three years and 11 months, 
just before they're four. They have to come in before they turn four. Um, they can come into the program. They can call me, Georgina Parra, at 520-375-7951. Okay. Thank you for asking the question for me. <laughs> Thank you. Doing my job for me. All right, Maya, let's hear about yours. Okay, so now I have to make my cats your favorite. <laughs> yeah, this, that's what this is. This is a competition. Good luck with that. <laughs> it is. Okay. Um, so I should just mention we're missing part of our team here. We're missing Aisa Huerta. She's our, our arts director. And we've had arts camps for the last few years that have also been growing um, with our office. And so we'll mention a awesome. couple of those yes, as for well. Sure. Uh, we have a couple of repeat camps that we've had for the past couple of years. Okay. Um, one is, is um, robotics. And okay. we have three different levels of robotics. And it's um, Robo, Robo Kid for, for children ages kindergarten to second grade, the coding story for third through fifth grade, and then we have Robo Master. Um, for sixth through eighth graders. Okay. And that camp is by far the most popular. I mean, it fills up so fast. It's already closed, as a matter of fact. I'm wow. sorry I'm even talking about it because <laughs> all of those sessions hey, are full. Save your calendars for next year. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Get on it. <laughs> um, the instructors are wonderful. The Valdez family comes from Hermosillo, and they, um, they put on a wonderful, a wonderful camp. And actually, our office has a great partnership with them because... Um, from the camps, we, we grew uh, robotics clubs in the elementary schools, and um, South 32 has been a great partner, and they've, they've helped, us, helped us fund the camp before we had ESSER funding. And so um, that's a camp that, that is, is continuing and growing every year. So what, what, is, what does this entail? The I, I know yeah. you said it's three levels. Three so levels. I can imagine you've got, you know, um, you know, small little robots, things right. like that. Then you said the mm -hmm. second tier is where they start to code, right? They start to code. And, uh -huh. third and then tier is full on Terminator? They are, yes. <laughs> Terminator. Um, <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. themselves. <laughs> they program. Um, we have a showcase or a showdown at, after every camp, and we invite parents for like a tournament at the end. It gets intense. I mean, yeah. uh, it, yeah, it, that we, we use the Santa Cruz Center. I should mention the Santa Cruz Center has been a wonderful partner to us as well, offering us facilities use um, um, at their building, which is located behind Walgreens there on Grand Avenue. Um, and we use their student union. And, you know, there's, the student union is packed with parents and kids on the last day. So it's a awesome. five-day camp. It's only uh, a couple of hours a day. For the older kids, the middle school kids, it's three hours a day. So Okay. Very, yeah. very cool. Yeah, it's a awesome. really great introduction uh, to robotics and, and meant to spark curiosity and, and interest so that you can go to your schools and join your robotics clubs, the Mesa Club, and continue with that. Uh, cybersecurity, all of those good things. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. For those, sure. are, those are skills that I don't have, <laughs> but I, they are so useful, especially in, in um, today's day and age. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Sure. Um, the other repeat camp that we have is called the Universe Within, and this is brought to us from the Matt Bevel Company. Paula Shaper is um, a wonderful person that's worked with our office for the past few years. We had um, AZ on track funding from the Office of the Governor last summer to fund this camp, but now that we have ESSER funding, we're able to continue it. It's two levels as well, um, second through fifth grade for corrugated headgear, and then um, uh, sixth through eighth grade for the art of kinetics. And it's just, it's really a STEAM camp because it's science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. Mm -hmm. And the kids create a universe and they create a superhero, a character. And they're the superhero and they have to decide what problems they decide they want to tackle. They, they you know, basically build their universe from recycled items. Um, wow. It's awesome. And then at the end, they have what they call a pedestrian carnival where they model all of their, their pieces and they explain their universe. And um, yeah, we, we celebrate at the end of every camp. You know, Mr. Velasquez loves to celebrate the yeah, students course, and yeah. parents and, and the efforts that it takes in attending uh, camp every day, especially on a summer morning where maybe you don't want to get out of bed. <laughs> um, and so every camp is followed up with a certificate ceremony, a celebration, lots of pictures. And, you know, course, it, it's, yeah. just, it's just awesome. So those are a couple of repeat camps. For Gear Up, those of you that don't know about Gear Up, Gear Up is um, a college and career readiness program 
that we have had in place since 2018. We've had previous gear up grants in Mr. Velasquez's office, a couple before this one. But it's a seven year grant um, funded from the Department of Education. It's, it's um, basically it stands for gaining early awareness and readiness for undergraduate programs. That's okay. Gear Up. <laughs> and uh, the, an main, <laughs> the main goal of Gear Up is to get kids to support kids in middle school and high school so that they are academically and emotionally ready to go from grade to grade, that they graduate from high school, and that they enroll in a post-secondary program and they complete it. It doesn't matter what the post-secondary program is. It doesn't ha have to be a four-year university. It, doesn't, you know, it can be a community college, okay. the military, trade school, an internship, anything that will get a degree or a certification, something that leads to a better paying job. Um, and so we, the, the job of, of the Gear Up team is to help kids explore careers, to help kids um, build up all those resources and tools that they need. There's so much information out there as far as post-secondary. It can be overwhelming to students and parents alike. And the financial planning of it and the For admissions sure. process, it's pretty tedious. And so Gear Up is here to help. Uh, and uh, we have success coaches um, on every middle school campus, every high school campus in the county. And then at the Santa Cruz Center, we have um, a hub. It's called the CCREO Hub. And there you can go and get help if you need help filling out the FAFSA, if you want help doing a scholarship search, uh, help with your college application essay, help building your resume, um, interview tips, you name it, we can help you there at the hub. And it's open to the public. Anybody can walk in or make an appointment. Um, okay. Yeah. So That's so cool. So, so that is Gear Up. When I, what are the dates? Okay, so Gear we've Up. got various camps for Gear Up. We have a Rocket Academy, a Rocket Launch Academy okay. um, for Gear Up, and we've got three of those. One is going to be at Wade Carpenter Middle School, June 13th through the 15th. That's okay. a three-day camp. We have one at Patagonia for Patagonia and Elgin. That's going to be at Patagonia High School, June 20th to June 22nd. And then we have one at Rio Rico, the Gear Up Rio Rico Rocket Academy from June 27th to the 29th. Those are all 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Okay. And by the end, you'll be launching rockets. It's going nice. to be amazing. Uh, we also have, um, for Gear Up, we have um, a return camp that we call CAB. It's the College Admissions Boot Camp. And it is a five-day camp, and every day we focus on something different, um, from the financial to the uh, essays and the applications to the, we, we kind of do a wellness and stress uh, portion of it. We do a field trip to a college campus to visit an admissions office. Um, we have guest speakers, we try to get kids ready for whatever assessments they need or what requirements colleges and universities or you know the information about what courses can transfer and not. And it's, it's loaded with information for college admissions. We also have a new one called Gear Up Adulting 101. Okay. Um, this one is going to, <laughs> a lot of our kids, you know, well, there's statistics that show that in the first year of post-secondary, a lot of kids end up getting homesick and coming home, mm -hmm. dropping out and coming home. And maybe it's stress and maybe it's, uh, you know, whatever um, issues that, that led to them dropping out. But we just want to arm our kids with all of the skills they're going to need. So we're going to teach them how to do some basic cooking, how to do their laundry, how wow. to sew on a button how that to falls adults. off, how to how adult. To adult. For sure. um, how to change your oil in your car or change a tire. I, wow. I need to learn that one. <laughs> um, we're going to teach them uh, basic skills. Did I mention laundry? Yes. Uh, we're going to talk to them about building positive relationships and just Bills. personal well-being. And yeah. then the, the big day Bills. is the financial because Ooh. lots of kids go out there and get credit cards or, you know, open bank accounts. And so they need mm -hmm. to be ready for those types of things. So that's Adulting 101. Um, Let's see, I think, oh, we have one more, AZ Cyber Boot Camp. Okay. And that's a, a, um, a camp we've had for the last couple of years. It is put on by Manny Felix. Uh, he's an NHS alumni, and he just wanted to, you know, he has this nonprofit called AZ Cyber Initiative, and he loves to come back and give back to Santa Cruz County and make sure that the youth here understand it is a, it is a growing, growing um, field, and they need um, young men and young women to join uh, cybersecurity. So, okay, so it's um, a cybersecurity bootcamp. It is, and okay. it's it's intense. It's for a special student that can handle, um, you know, a five-day camp, eight hours a day. 
Wow. Yeah, okay. it's intense. But you do get a certification, yeah. and this one does pay a stipend of two hundred and fifty dollars. Wow. So okay. this one's filling up pretty fast. It's yeah, got the attention of a lot yeah. of students. I mean, I, I was like, I don't know about that one until I heard that. I was I like, know. where do I sign up? I know. I know. Um, lastly, we have Gear Up to Work. Okay. And it is an internship program built by Carrie Munoz. She's uh, the associate director of Gear Up. And she's got students from all the high schools in a workplace experience. It's a project, projects-based learning um, internship where students are paired with a business uh, where they have interest. They come up with where there's a need or a gap or a weakness, a project for the company. And then they present their recommendations to the company. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's a good workplace experience. And then they also get a lot of soft skills workshops, uh, how to dress for an interview, how to write it email, how to um, speak on the phone, um, all of those. So a whole other set of valuable, exactly. I mean, life skills. Exactly. Cool. Exactly. I think that is it for Gear Up. Okay. So I want to go back to the, um, the universe within real quick. So you didn't give me dates on that one. Okay. And you also didn't give me age. Age. Like, can, so. uh, can somebody in their 30s sign up for this? <laughs> So the Universe Within is two weeks. It's June 5th through, the, through June 16th. Okay. In the morning from 9 to 12 is, okay. the, is Module 1. And that's for the second through the fifth graders. And then in the afternoon from 1 to 4 is for the middle school kids, 6 to 8. Okay, so that's June cool. 5th through June 16th. That's awesome. And that's awesome. also at the Santa Cruz Center. You'll find all of our information when you access these, these flyers either on our website what, Follow us on social media. And We Love Nogales also has, we we've, no shared those, we've shared the flyers that you've shared. Yeah. Okay, awesome. And you can use the QR code um, to access our registration form. Okay. All right. So yeah. before, before we jump forward, um, it's too hard for me to choose which one's my favorite right now. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, so one of the things that I think has been really, really cool is that, you know, as we've, we've gone through these things is that it's, it's from the earliest childhood development, including parents, to um, you know elementary, middle school, high school, and then to even beyond, right. like preparing them for beyond. Definitely. So how can you choose one when all, all of them are, are, are set up to, to at different levels to help these kids right. succeed throughout life? That's so cool. I mean, <laughs> Thank you. you guys are my heroes. <laughs> and in some cases, you don't have to choose, right? You can sign up for several for different camps. Yeah, that was, so that question was coming later. Thank you again for doing my job for me, but. <laughs> Stepping on your toes. Parents have like a, a, a sixth grader and they have a third grader or they of have a high school one so they can sign up all their kids. And I think it is important to again emphasize that this is all free. Free? It is free. Yeah, this costs them nothing. Yes. That's incredible. When we had limited number of camps, we used to limit one camp mm -hmm. per, per student. But now that we have so many, you know, as long as we don't have a waiting list, then yeah. kids can definitely join multiple camps. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. And now, move, wait, moving on. <laughs> and then we, we just sort of expanded last year's offerings. And many of these camps are not on the general menu because we're not recruiting from these, for these camps from the entire county. Instead, recruitment happens at sort of a site level or it's much more uh, focused in a specific location. So for example, we've got firefighters in training and that's happening in Nogales, Tubac, and Sonoida. Okay, uh, wow. Sorry, Nogales, Tubac? That's what went into come out. So I think it's Rico <laughs> and Tubac. Yeah. Um, and they're actually looking for more firefighter campers to, in Sonoida. Uh, we just posted it on social media and hopefully we'll find some more campers for those for locations. Sure. That's awesome. But those kids are going to go. They'll work with real fighter fighters. They're going to get CPR certified, which is fantastic. Wow. Yeah, they get an okay. actual certificate. And, uh, of course, they get a fantastic T-shirt. Um, and it's, um, it, it's a, probably a lot of fun. I do. Let's see. That is a four or five-day camp from 10 to 12 in each of the different locations. And if you're interested, you can reach out to – you can always just reach out to me. Okay. I'm probably the easiest person right. or anyone in the What's office. The, is there a number specifically to reach out to you at? Or? Yes, I can. Uh, I'll give you my cell phone slash office number is 520-988-0048. Okay. And anyone can give me a call. At, or, of course, you can reach out to the fire stations 
I'm probably a better bet to get information <laughs> from. Um, and then we also have like Jubilee Foundation, for example, where last year the state of Arizona had this grant they gave out to the various organizations. This year that grant is not available. So then ESSER funding could take that the place of it, or it really didn't take its place. It, yeah. it, we provide a small fraction of what they were providing previously. But as a result, there's going to be a camp, a stage camp is a theater camp that also focuses on social and emotional learning and development um, and general social skills, as well as environmental literacy. So really? It's lot, yeah, it's outdoor. Okay. It's fantastic. The Jubilee Foundation operates the Very Cisco cool. School. The Cisco School. I do, no, the, sorry. It's called the Land School. I believe the Cisco is the foundation family okay. <laughs> that runs the foundation. Uh -huh. um, but they will have this stage camp. It's going to take place at the Tubac Center for the Arts four days uh, of the week. And then one day of the week, they're going to be at the Jubilee Foundation at the Land School. And they're working for the entire time to put on a play that will be June 29th at the Tubac um, Center for the Arts. And everyone's invited. <clears throat> to go and see that final performance. It should be really fantastic. And then we've got a number of other camps, like, um, for example, there's Read to Move On that's happening at different sites. And we look forward, there's going to be one program happening, I believe, in Rio Rico. There will be one in Patagonia. Those camps, the students would know about them if their teacher tells them. Oh, okay. And if students or parents are curious, ask your teachers, ask your principals. Teachers and principals, if you get a lot of questions, come to me. <laughs> because we, I was hoping to get a lot, a lot of proposals. Um, and we did. I received maybe five or ten proposals from teachers, which was fantastic. Um, and so those are going to be happening at the schools. And the idea is to assist students to develop literacy schools, skills, literacy <laughs> skills, and really just to become engaged readers. And it's an opportunity for kids to run and scream and learn. It's not about sitting and being quiet mm, uh, in the awesome. summer. Yeah. And we've also got, it's kind of a social, emotional learning focused camp also, sort of as Camp Druzy, um, which is hosted by the Charm Foundation. Yeah, I've actually, I've, I've, I've heard about, a lot about it's Camp Druzy, yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful program, and most people get goosebumps when they talk about it. Yeah. It's all about resilience, and that's only for students who are referred to the camp. Uh, that's for young people who have uh, who's, who've lost a loved one in the past year. They go with their surviving um, grown-up, and and they uh, they learn a lot about resilience. And it's a beautiful a beautiful program. Wow. Um, yeah, you know, the ones that are open, more open. We have Cero Estres, the bicycling. Mm -hmm. camp. We can't. We cannot go through this episode without talking about Cero Estres, of course. Of course. Yes. And that one is going to be absolutely fantastic. Of Somebody course. in the room has extra yeah. information. <laughs> uh, it's too bad we can't get him in front of the camera. You know how, <laughs> how long I've been fighting to get him on this side of the camera so that I can interview him? That's, yeah. Now we know what our, uh, our goal is for yeah. next time. <laughs> uh, but that's going to be an awesome, awesome, awesome camp. Uh, it's going to have at least, we, we believe it will serve 80 students. Uh, they wow. can sign up mm -hmm. all across the county, becoming bicycling experts and, uh, and learning all about it. Bicycling and our community at the same time. And they're supporting just, the, it, it's a beautiful, beautiful program. And building healthy exercise habits too, for sure. Mm -hmm. a healthy exercise. That's one week that is for, it's actually for two weeks. For two hours a day. Yeah, it looks like from June 26 until July 7. All right. And probably... Um, and in that camp, students would get a really good idea about how to sign up for the various marathons around town or maybe start training for them even. should be cool. Awesome. Also, yeah, yeah. And I mean, the list, the list goes on. We've got drone theory, design, and operations at Rio Rico High School. There's the Border Youth Tennis Exchange or BITE. BITE, yeah. With Charlie Cutler and his amazing people, um, Jack Sobey. I mean, there's so many people yeah. that are going to be doing their tennis camp. They're also uh, in the process of putting up another mural, which I just love, the, you know, the mural on the back of the Cinderella. Yeah, I know it's that beautiful. And Aisa's, her arts programs, our arts director, Aisa Huerta, is gonna be having many, many different arts camps, and the goal of at least one of them is to continue putting murals around town. Yeah, I mean, all the murals that are, such incredibly beautiful murals that have been popping up all around town, it's just, 
such an amazing addition to our community. Yeah, and it changes the face of Nogales. I mean, yeah. we went driving down there the other day. I was with my dad and a, a couple of friends, and just we were looking at the buildings that it's not so pretty parts of it mm. where all of a sudden you see a mural it changes everything it changes the, the energy the vibe is just different where there's a little bit of paint so hopefully uh, what we definitely are going to continue painting Nogales and hopefully the community is going to get on board and start like really supporting those efforts I know that they, they already do just keep getting on board and providing more support we've got um, one more that I'm, is going to be really great at San Cayetano is another kinder prep. Um, and these kinder prep camps are really, they're really a big deal, as any kinder teacher will tell you. Some students, when they come in, they don't know how to hold a pencil. Mm -hmm. Others already know how to count and, and they know their colors. And so it's, there's a wide range of uh, abilities and skills in the students when they enter kinder. And so uh, they're going to work on that at San Cayetano. They're going to make sure that their kids are prepared for kindergarten. There's our, our other guest right there on the train. <laughs> and I think I've given you a rundown of just about all of it. We, we also have a seeds camp, um, which is going to be really neat. It's called Seeds. They have a program running. I know they do something at Las Lagunas where they build a garden there. Okay. They're going to come over to the 1904 courthouse, and they are going to fix up all of the, uh, the landscaping at the courthouse. And so this wow. summer... Um, they're going to work with some students to put together a plan that they can present to Mr. Velasquez, to Superintendent Velasquez, and also to the County Board of Supervisors for their approval so that we can go ahead and start updating the 1904 courthouse. That's so cool. Very cool. So there's a program that I keep seeing coming up that I have to ask you guys about because I'm a major history nerd, and I saw that there's a young historian's camp. So I can speak to those arts camps a little bit. Okay. Um, so, like Rachel was saying, we're going to continue with the murals on Morley. We've had that one for a couple summers already. The first mural that went up is behind Circle K across from NCD. That beautiful day and night desert sky. Everybody knows what I'm yeah. talking about. And then uh, last year's was the wall right below the 1904 historic courthouse in the parking lot. This year, the muraling camp is actually going to focus on Gina's building, um, the Los Padres building, and they're okay. going to create a mural for early childhood. Um, in the annex. So that's going to be awesome. We have some amazing kids that come out for that one. Uh, we have digital, digital photography, uh, which is going to be taught by one of our Pearson CTE JTED photography teachers, Ms. Pat Mendez. Okay. And that camp is going to be July 3rd through July 21st, excuse me, at Pearson High School. You can get more information about that one. I should go back and say the murals is July 5th through July 28th. July 5th. Man, that so many are starting on my birthday. Time consuming. Really? July 5th? July 5th is my wow. birthday. I just okay. had to throw that out there. You know, just yeah. kind of squeeze yeah. it in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we've got the International Street Revitalization. So if you've driven by International Street lately, you've noticed the signage is um, old or, you know, dilapidated, the, maybe the paint is worn out. And so we have actually have a really interesting camp instructor who would like to take on the project of revitalizing those signs. So they're going to remove them, take them to La Linea Art Studio, and the students are going to help revitalize those sound signs, make them beautiful again, put them back up. So helping to beautify the community. Yeah. Um, that's July 10th through July 21st. We have summer film camp that's being put on by the Ririco High School film class. Um, Mr. Bickerton is the teacher, and then we've got two amazing students, Stephen Kemp and uh, Casey Bostain, who are filmmakers, producers, directors. They are running the camp themselves July 10th through July 28th at Rio Rico High School. We have space in that camp as well. Um, going back to the Young Historians, part of the ESSER program um, has a portion, you can correct me uh, or jump in, Rachel, um, that's got um, uh, exhibitions in the works. That's, it's part of our ESSER grant, part of our goals okay. and objectives of our ESSER program. And so we are looking for young people who would like to be part of building this exhibition that's going to go up in the 1904 courthouse. And it's wow. all about the history of our area. Um, this camp may actually be postponed until the fall only because um, we don't have the, the teachers that are part of this of course, they're going to enjoy their summer break <laughs> and recharge. And so it may be a year-round after-school program. Okay. More information coming. Which would be also uh, cool. <laughs> and just to yeah. jump in now, are you a 
questionably young historian. Are you a historian? Uh, so, I mean, depends on how you define historian. I'm, I'm a student of history. I, I, I'm constantly learning about history. I love learning about Nogales history. I, um, one of my favorite things that I would to do used to be to sit down with Axel Holm and just have conversations with him um, before he passed, of mm -hmm. course, you know. Um, and and it's, it's a love of, that I grew up with. Both my parents were um, historians to their, you know, and to a certain degree, and, and they just passed that love on to me. And it's, I, I'm constantly studying history in my free time. Well, you should, you might want to speak with Aisa and maybe we'll put together a meeting because it's my understanding one of the reasons why there might be a delay with that program is that the teachers who are qualified to work with the students are few and far between. There are not mm. many of them. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the artist teachers, they're like unicorns. Yeah. And so it's been difficult to find uh, some, you know, growing ups who are qualified and interested and, and skilled and everything. So if there are people listening, please reach out and we should definitely talk. For sure. Very cool. That's awesome. So we've got one last camp. All right. The art it. of storytelling. <laughs> this, I've heard a lot about this one. This is going to be a good one. I've heard. <laughs> this particular camp is for third through fifth graders. It's from July 10th through July 20th, Monday through Thursday from 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. This is going to be held in our Imagination Center at the, at the Santa Cruz Center. And this is your camp, this Joe. This is my camp. Do you yes, want to explain a little bit about it? All right. So this, this camp is going to be so fun. When I, so this is actually something that I've, I've been building for a few years. Um, and it's, it's culminated to where it is. And there are different versions of this, but this is the version that I settled on for this summer. Uh, and it's building this love of storytelling from... The ground up is really the way that I describe it, and it's in speaking of history, it's it's going, it's not just discussing or exploring the history of storytelling; it's experiencing the history of storytelling. The the oldest form of storytelling that we have were cave paintings, mm -hmm. right? So um, day two, finger painting, and it's going to basically making their own cave paintings. And then um, day three is going to be the when we, oral tradition, the, the starting to experience and explore oral tradition, which, and we're, I'm going to have these um, little fake little campfire thingies for kids to sit around. And we're going to tell stories, build our own stories off of prompts that way. And it's, gonna, and it's going to, of course, obviously writing. One of the ones that's really important to me is um, nonfiction storytelling, which is journalism, you know, but obviously, you know, just basically just, I would like, I want to, kids to be able to get a basic grasp of knowing the difference between fact and opinion and yeah. things like that. And then all the way to modern storytelling, which the most modern form of storytelling would be like a TikTok video, you know, mm -hmm. short form videos. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but the real purpose of it is to, to build a love of literacy and storytelling because even whether it's um, cave paintings or TikTok, there's a, a creation aspect, a creative aspect. Mm -hmm. You're building something. And even if you're not writing it down, which we will be writing down a lot of these things because I want to build that, that type of literacy and then sharing them. Um, it's, it's, it, it's really a, about the love of the art. Mm -hmm. I thought you were going to say that the goal of the program is to build a large following on TikTok. So <laughs> a lot of students are going to sign up for that. <laughs> That would be a positive side effect. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really excited about it. Thank you for bringing it up. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm, I think I might, um, I can't pick one. No, I can't pick one. I can't pick a favorite. No. You don't have to. You don't all right. have to. They're all, they're all. Just want people signed up. Yes. Yeah. I want, I, we want as many people from the community to come. Um, get their kids involved in this, sign it up. Like you said, you can find these, the lists on Facebook. You can call the Santa Cruz County Superintendent's office. Yeah, I'll give you one more <clears> phone <throat> number uh, where you can reach um, uh, Adrian Vianes, who is our camp guru. She's, you can find her at 520-375-7960. And she handles all <clears> the <throat> registration and the promotion on social media. Follow us on social media, um, gear up. And then also we have a website, www.c-creo.org. 
Okay. And you'll get all of the information there as and well. And can people register online or do they need to yes. make a phone call? Yes. Or? We have a QR code and there's a link as well that will lead you to a Google registration form. Okay. And, and we, if they call, we'll sign them up. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And important to note that we, I think we each have a social media page. Unfortunately, I don't believe that Mr. Velasquez has a Facebook page, but we do have one for invest in our youth, Santa Cruz County. It's invest in our youth on okay. Facebook. If you would follow us, that's where you're also going to get some good information. Of course, we follow, we love Nogales and we love Santa Cruz County. I think they follow us. So of course we hopefully do. We're, we're trading information. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to give them your social media info? <laughs> so yes. our Facebook is SCC and then separate PHSI uh, for Santa Cruz County Space Promoting Healthy Students Initiative. Okay. So SCC Space PHSI is our Facebook. Okay. And ours is um, Los Padres uh, Santa Cruz County Superintendent's Office. Okay. And, and for YEP, if you're interested in signing up your child for YEP, you can call us at 375-7952 or 375-7962. All right. So I don't know if you guys watch the show regularly, but before you guys leave, we've got to have a little bit of fun. Right, not that we haven't been having fun, right? Right. Of course. <laughs> but I, I, do, I throw some trivia at my guess. Okay. All right, so we're gonna start out with some education trivia, and then we're gonna get into some storytelling trivia. Ooh, okay. All right. Ready. <laughs> all right, so the first question, these are all multiple choice, okay, to make it a little bit easier for you guys. Um, when was the first modern university established? When, sorry, when was the first modern university established? A, 1088, B, 1247, C, 1562. Hmm. I'm going with C. C. You're going with C, huh? Mm -hmm. so she I says A. I said A. You are actually right. Oh, wow. So that actually really surprised me uh -huh. when, I, when I found this out. Um, and because that's a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah that's uh, almost a, a thousand years ago. That, that, and that, that's the craziest part about it. You'll, you'll learn in the next question. All right. Which is the oldest university still in use today? A, University of Paris, B, Oxford University, or C, University, university of Bologna? Oh my goodness. You say <laughs> I would say C. C? You're right. Yes, it is C. So I actually thought it was Oxford too, first, which Oxford was established in 1096. So... Um, yeah, so it was close, but the University of Bologna is that exact university that was established in the year 1088. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's crazy, right? You're stumping us, Joe. I know, I know. <laughs> All right, so now moving on to storytelling trivia. When, was the first, the, when were the first cave paintings made, circa, you know, that, that we've discovered? A, 12,000 years ago. B, 45,000 years ago or C, 70,000 years ago? I know what science says about how long humans have existed. <laughs> <laughs> None of those numbers is there, but I'd have to go with 12,000. Okay, so it's actually 45,000 years ago in caves in Indonesia. I think some scientists would disagree with that. So <laughs> these were recently I wouldn't discovered. necessarily, I'm not a scientist. Yeah. <laughs> so two years ago in Indonesia, some, and now of course, um, when you're dating, science isn't exact, of course. So this is, this is a circa, and it could be wildly off. But that's from what they've um, understand. It is, yeah, it's 45,000 years ago. A life-sized picture of a wild pig you know, in, in, in a cave in Indonesia. All right. So they had javelinas, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Which is the oldest known work of fiction? Beowulf, Adam and Eve, or the Epic of Gilgamesh? Now, I actually, so one of these I threw in there, to, one of the answers I threw in there to stump you because it's, it's fic fact or fiction depending on what you believe, of course. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
she didn't tell us there was going to be a quiz. I know. That's the, that's the whole fun for me. I think we've got our answer. Yeah. C is the correct answer. And it was <coughs> the Epic of Gilgamesh started out as a series of Sumerian poems that were chiseled into tablets, um, dating back to 2100 BC. But most of the complete version was written around the 12th century BC um, by the Babylonians. The story was later lost to history after about after 600 BC, and it wasn't until the mid 19th century so just a couple hundred years ago almost, that um, archaeologists finally unearthed a copy near the Iraqi city of Mosul. Since then, scholars have hailed the 4,000-year-old epic as a foundational text in world literature. I love your nerdliness. We're going to have to go and get coffee and talk about ancient <laughs> history. <laughs> All right. Thank you, historian. Exactly. There's one more question. And this is arguably, maybe actually inarguably the most important question on this list. Of all the works written by famed local author, Joseph Paul Wright, you each will answer this individually, okay? My favorite is A, all of them, B, the scary ones, C, the adventure ones, and D, who's Joseph Paul Wright? A or D? I'm gonna do, I'm gonna say A, all of them. All of them, okay. Wait, the answer was either A or D, so it's got to be A. I say A. You say A? All right. I think we're all A. You're all A. That means that you also like the scary ones, just so you know. All right. Those were satisfactory answers to me. Um, I want to thank you guys so much for coming out and being on the show uh, and for, for talking about these summer programs, sharing them with the community, but most of all for for working so hard to make these happen for, for the youth and, and for the families of the community. See, I didn't, even, I didn't know about that, that incredible program, and I'm so excited for the families that are involved in that. That's such an incredible program. Um, and so I want to thank you all. And I mean, if, if we had a studio audience, I would demand they give you a round of applause. But I will give you guys a round of applause. Um, one more time, if you want to share where people can register and where they can find these lists, just so that we... Sure. So we've got room. Um, camps are filling up quick, but, but please uh, get your, your children and students registered. We have room, especially in the middle school and the high school camps. Um, and so camp starts in just a couple short weeks. And so um, please come either visit us in person in the 1904 Historic Courthouse on Court Street and Morley. Um, you can visit www.c-creo.org. That's our website. And, or the Santa Cruz County uh, website itself and you'll find the information. There's QR code, there's a link. Uh, you can also call 375-7960 for all the information you need. Awesome. Again, thank you guys so much. Um, make sure that you share, you like this video, whether you're watching it on YouTube, Facebook, um, spread it around, make sure that the community is aware of these programs so you, they, we can fill these them up as, as yes. much as we can, get as many kids involved and as many programs as we can. Just, just throw, yes. just get your kids out of the house. Yeah. You know? Exactly. exactly. I mean, as, as melt. I, I mean, so it was hard enough when my son was younger, but now that he's 12, it's, it's, it's difficult having him home. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a great kid. He's a great kid and I love him, but just in case he's watching. <laughs> yeah. um, there you go. Just, I'll just yeah, sign them up. The yeah, just get them out of the house all day. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so, yeah. And also, don't forget that we do have a Roku and a Fire TV app. Um, so you can watch all of our episodes on demand whenever you want from the comfort of your own home. All right. Um, thank you again. And we'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.